imagine a community where you can jump on a bus every 10 minutes, get to the CBD. Quite the contrary. Imagine a regional community where you get a bus to go to like hospital or shopping only once a week, there's the opportunity and there's a four hour window to do your shop. That happens in Australia. And fortunately, we've got people like Kimmy that's helping, that's out there. Let's talk about Kim's job and what she's doing out there. Stay tuned. Very, very well. And introducing all of our followers to Ms. Kim Weeks, a very beloved vendor who's just sold one of her apartments here in North Manly and also um, a pillar of society with her job helping connect regional communities. And oh, a friend. Gee, that's a very lovely, <laughs> a very <laughs> lovely introduction. Thank you very much. It's great You're to be with you guys welcome. this morning. And thank oh, you for joining us. Uh, first of all, most most importantly, uh, soccer last night, 2 a.m., you're a big soccer player. You do work at the uh, the local soccer club at the bar pouring beers as well at night for your friends. And you're a big soccer fan. And I'm a big, I, I've become a big soccer fan overnight. Well mm. done to the Socceroos. Oh, look, I'm really, really proud. It was a nail-biting affair. Um, Look, Denmark came out early and we just couldn't complete passes. Um, if you have a look at the stats, we were just not in the game. But we, we pulled our stuff together and um, that that goal from Leckie was absolutely beautiful. It's um, a perfect example of placement over power. You've just got to get it past the goalie. And sometimes a he sneaky stopped. leg, leg, a sneaky <laughs> leg foot will do it. So, he got, he got gonna... right. He got... He got all the way to the goal and then he just stopped. And it's like, mate, shoot. But he just did that perfect place where it just bang. Yeah, that's it. And that's, you know, that that's all it takes. Sometimes all it takes. You don't have to bang it full pelt at a goal. Sometimes just slipping it past the keeper is the way to go. Unbelievable. Anyway, yeah. a bit of a harder start this morning for all of us. But yeah. um, thanks for coming on, Kim. Let's talk, let's talk about regional, rural... New South Wales, Australia, um, a lot of people out there. There is, there is a huge amount uh, of people that like, I mean, everybody thinks about transport and they think about Sydney. Um, like in Sydney, I love, I live above the Beeline bus stop. I can go downstairs and get a bus anywhere in any direction in 10 minutes, you know, and be where I want to be. Out in um, rural and regional New South Wales, um, it can be a very different case. Um, we we do uh, we do school uh, school runs so kids they can travel like a hundred kilometres to to and from school and it's one bus every day. We've got other communities wow. that have got one bus that they can get into t into their regional centre once a week. Um, so we um, we do our best to get our our customers connected so they can do the things that they need to do. So they've got their their shopping, their medical appointments, their social, their cultural connections. All of this is really, really important, especially to our older Australians um, and people that have limited access to transport. 
one bus a day that's just completely crazy and I suppose it does go to show just how much you do take things for granted when you do live in a very developed city what kind what regional area are you based in so um, I work anything out basically anything outside of the Sydney Basin I, I work in. I don't have a particular area. Um, so I can work on projects anywhere from Byron Bay all the way down to um, I'm currently in Tumut. Um I've been in Wagga the last Wagga Wagga Wagga, Wagga, Wagga the last couple of days. Um, and there's little towns around here called Tarkata and Adelong, really important. I've been out to Burke. Um, that's a beautiful country out there. So look and anywhere where the work takes me anywhere where the customers need a service i'm there that's bizarre it's just mind-boggling to me because i've been born and raised in the northern beaches and my home is here my heart is here and moving or living in a regional area isn't something that's ever crossed my mind and i suppose out of sight out of mind i've not really thought about the disadvantages that are placed on them as a collective community. So mm. without meaning to sound obnoxious and completely Northern Beaches spoiled, it's just something that hasn't been at the forefront of my mind. Mm. Well, there is a, a lot more reliance on, you know, on cars and less on public transport out in the regions. We want to make sure that people have those options, especially as they as they get older. I mean, not everybody can and not everybody can drive. And then you've got you know things like petrol prices and and things like that um there's a whole heap of uh you know and social factors that you know people don't always have the options that we take for granted every day so connecting those people is really really important to us and um, what connecting would you Kim. say <laughs> kimmy's connecting kim's connection <laughs> how many people are in these communities that you do service is it because sydney's huge right but when you move out of there the community numbers generally tend to drop and become much lower yeah um look you're dealing with like regional hubs which like like things like newcastle and um uh, wollongong which are re regional hubs of the, the blue mountains um, but you've got little communities that, um, you know, of, of, of a couple of hundred, if that, um, I don't know, like Tarkana, for example, where I was, only it would be a couple of hundred people. But they don't have a supermarket anymore. The they're late, their closest thing they've got is a, um, a petrol station to go get their goods in. And um, so we can, we're dealing with things that are really, really, really tiny, but really vital really really vital so and all they want to do they don't want to go to the big smoke they want to go to their next regional town usually over to go get what they they need so where it's like you know connecting hub to spoke what why to the other regional town and not to the big smoke what's the, the reasoning they, they, don't, that? they don't need it like are they in the unless they absolutely need to go, you, you'll go to your next regional town over where the services that you need are usually provided. So, um, you know, uh, our regional towns now are huge. They're, they're cities that, that stand alone. And we've, um, you know, we, we develop plans and things like that so people can get around those centres and then um, more plans expanding out there so people can actually get from where they are out, way out in an isolated area into their nearest regional centre so they can get what they need done. Connecting Kim, mm. <laughs> can, you, 
can you tell us what a typical day looks like for you in your job like yesterday for example so when do you wake up where did you go what did you talk about because you're you're out there representing um what do you, you know what are you rep- what are you representing what are you saying what are you doing in the course of a day um well look i i spend most of my time in sydney but when i do get out into the regions i actually I pounded the pavement. I did uh, two days ago, for example, I did 12 kilometres. I walked 12 kilometres just um, handing out flyers, talking to talking to people in the community, listening to their stories uh, and getting feedback on, um, on on services and things that, you know, things that they want to do. So, yeah, it's a lot of, there's a lot of listening, um, taking things on board, getting that feedback um, and trying to implement things the best way that we can. Hey, the handle um, the service that I was actually that I that I'm actually looking at at the moment. They've got a really a lot of great things to say about it. They they love it. They absolutely love it. They love the operator. They have great things to say about the actual service itself. Um, you know the, when it runs, how it runs. Um, just yeah, a lot of positive feedback, and they really love it to continue because it's a it, it's a trial, um, and they. They'd like to see it permanent. So that's we'll hard asking for feedback because a lot of the time <laughs> people are put on the spot, and basically no news is good news. So it's it's kind of must be relieving to you to hear that the the changes that you were trying to implement are actually positively received. Yeah, look, it, it is. It is. You've got to you, you've got to take feedback sometimes constructively on the chin and just smile. Um, yes. but that's but that's what but that's what it's about you know it's 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 a two-way thing how can we we don't know we don't know what we don't know and we won't learn unless we get that that feedback even if it if it, if it is negative so we can make the changes so we can get what we need we can deliver what we need to deliver oh yeah definitely and did any of that feedback spark you to realize, oh, maybe we could pivot in this direction or, or that is a, a really valid point and it's kind of sparked your juices for additional trials and services that you could implement? Um, yeah, look, that's, that's, that's always a possibility. Um, you've, got to, you've got to be open to those things and then take it back to, you know, there's other departments and going, hey, this, this dropped out of like a, a feedback session that we had. What, what services have we got? Because sometimes we've got those services and people just don't know about it. Um, so one of the things that I'm doing in the community is just raising awareness. So we've, we've um, put some radio, radio ads on and got some social media happening and um, listen, letterbox dropping. I mean, it, it, you got, it's, it's no, no different to what you guys do in a, in a way. You're, you're selling, you, you, you sell houses for a living, we sell transport. So, um, you're like a transport angel. <laughs> yeah, can't you see the halo above my head? It's about six just inches from my, my, my neck. Yeah, it's just a bit dusty, it needs a bit of a polishing. <laughs> yeah, <it is. laughs> yeah, we look, we look, we do our we, we do our best. Sometimes the wheels turn a little slowly, but we do it for, for, the, for the greater good. Um, you know, it's not for it's not for the money. It's for the our, our communities um, and making sure we get them where they need to go safely, um, on time, and as comfortably as possible. And, and in Sydney, we're probably a little bit. Uh, I, I'm ignorant. Like I must admit, my heart dropped when you said there are 
people in regional Australia. I guess they've chosen to be this remote, by the way, so I shouldn't feel that bad. But they've they've without, basically without, without that we wouldn't we without them we wouldn't have um, a food bowl. We wouldn't you wouldn't have food on your table. You wouldn't have you know right. That's, you know if that's right. you know that's why we have these communities. I mean, and yeah, that everyone farmers. has a function. And then they're getting a bit older. They decide they don't want to be driving. They have to rely on transport. They may have, even the farmers may have grandparents that are getting a little bit older and, and things like that. And then they um, they suddenly need this transport system and they can't get somewhere for a, only once a week. So if they, if they miss that bus once a week, hmm. they have to wait the next week to get to potentially well, like, medical I mean, appointment and, and for potentially or a shopping. Or maybe. Yeah, so I mean, look, we, we we have a multimodal approach. So I mean, there are other options in the community. You've got community transport that that, that help out. Um, you can connect to them, um, and like there's there's local there's local charities that, that that come in. So I mean, communities out in the regions are truly resilient, and they do put in to help each other a lot more than than we would in the you know in the city. Um, because yeah. they've got that sense of community spirit out here, so um, don't under don't underestimate the resilience of a, a and the, the pulling together of a community to to help them, you know, get what the you know people need. It's a little bit interesting um, how you said that in regional communities uh, there is much more sense of community of know your neighbor get along with everyone know everyone's names i honestly don't really know what that's like <laughs> we, we see you've got to get out and try it more i mean i i know that i know in my building for example in vy i know all of the people on my floor and i know a lot of people in my building because um otherwise you just pass each other on the stairs and you don't know anyone um you get to if you get to know your neighbors um it's it's a safe it becomes a safer community um, and it's just that high on the street. I mean, it's an art that's, it, it's something that's been lost. So, but you've got to make the effort to do that. You know, um, yeah. a smile, even just a smile and a nod hello can change your day. So, oh, I still have that. Yeah. Even like your neighbor that woke you up at 1.30 this morning to watch the soccer with them. Well, you know, I'm not at home. I'm in I'm in, I'm in Tumut and um, I, I'm sitting uh, in a motel room at the moment. Definitely not my friend. I tell you. <laughs> I hang on, right? So that happened. That was where did that person come from? I have. I look. I didn't actually. You know, I I was in my PJs. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't getting um, out of my P Peter Alexander's to go and ask. So uh, yeah, no, he, he just left the building. So I just got up. <laughs> Had a cup of tea instead. <laughs> so they got up, knocked on your door, said, "Watch the soccer," and walked off. No, they were just very loud and lit, like yeah, coming into oh, the okay. room, kicking off their shoes, and then leaving again. So, um, yeah, gold. I heard it all. Gold. Oh. Gold, gold, gold. So connecting, Kim. That's that's a that's really insightful to learn about rural Australia. And mate, good job. Good job doing that. If it wasn't for people like you, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, if you see a bus, if you see a bus out in the regions, you know, wave to your bus drivers. They deliver a, a really vital service to the community. 
have a little sign that says honky if you horny i used to do that when i was 11 years old out the back seat <laughs> did you do you get those signs <laughs> no we no we've moved on from there oh. <laughs> You've got to be red, Anthony. I know my oh. veins, Mark. My veins come up. <laughs> watch out, these. Uh, they watch out for these. These two ladies, man, dangerous, dangerous. So, um, Kim, thank you very much for coming on today and talking about what you do. You're an amazing person for our community, and uh, we we didn't know. I didn't know this was happening. So hopefully, this helps people out there just by the awareness um from doing yeah. something like this and a little bit more about rural australia yeah no jump on in come and you know always come and visit the regions it's it's a great it, it, look they are great communities um and uh, at least you guys know a little bit more about um the, our public transport system so thank you very much for having me on you have a great day beautifully said kim you too, you too. bye thanks Take anthony care. Thanks, Dave. See ya. Bye. I'll keep Bye. you horny, everyone. Bye-bye.